Hello and welcome to Publishers Weekly Insider. I'm Mark Rotella, Senior Editor at Publishers Weekly. Today we're going to take a look at the struggle of the book author in today's world and what the prospects might be for them. And to shed light onto all of this is Jim Milliot, PW's fan favorite editorial director. Hello, Jim. Hey, Mark. Thanks for that intro. <laughs> so, in a recent survey of professional writers, the Authors Guild found big declines in author earnings. Right. And that is true. But the problem is, and it's probably, and it probably is true. Yeah. I just want to, you know, back up for a second. They've been doing these surveys for probably about ten years. I mean, on and off. They don't do one every year, and they have always found uh, author incomes declining. What they did this year, and much to their credit, they looked to expand well beyond just the Authors Guild membership because that's largely what they had pulled from uh, in the past, which. Which is about 5,000 members or so. Yeah, yeah, or maybe a little less. But, and they got, I think they got uh, surveys back from like one to 2,000 people, right. uh, which is good and it's fair and it, you know, takes care of what the guild right. um, members represent. Uh, but this year, again, to their credit, they went out and got uh, involved with about 14 other writers' organizations, uh, looked at a lot of uh, self publishers, uh, a lot of hybrid publishers also responded. So the upshot was they had over 5,000 people respond, mm. which is whatever the, the other previous numbers were, it's at least double that. Wow. So. The problem is... Yes, yeah. <laughs> as there are problems with any survey. When you add in all these new authors, mm -hmm. it's really hard to do a trend line that is accurate because you're adding all these other, um, other factors to what had gone before. So basically, you're adding a lot of... The, you have the potential of adding a lot of writers who make less than the uh, uh, fewer writers they had last time, thus bringing down the average. That is, uh, to sum it up brilliantly, Mark, that is, that is what I would say. Yeah, my high school math paid off. <laughs> yeah. But, but what I think it's really useful for is a great baseline for going forward. Okay. I mean, it's nice to have... Uh, I'm going to be shuffling some papers here probably because, you know, I deal with numbers quite a bit, but there are more numbers than in any survey I think I've ever seen. Well, but, I want to talk about those numbers because uh, to the uninitiated or maybe some would-be hopeful writers, these are going to seem a little shockingly low. Well, that, and, and that's the fact. I mean, uh, I think we're going to focus on this study on the here and now and what they found instead of how things have declined. Right. Because, I mean, the bottom line is still pretty horrible, um, no matter what way you want to cut it. So what they came up with for an, uh, the median salary or medium income for a full-time rider in um, 2017 was about $23,000. And as they point out, it's <laughs> below the poverty line right. pretty much. It's you know, about there with adjunct professors. Right, Maybe exactly. even a little higher. Right, but. right, right, right. And um, oddly enough, that number had actually gone up 50 bucks uh, over the last four years. Right. So it, it just shows you, I mean, I think that's a number, you know, people should know. But they have, you know, lots of other numbers in here. And this is where it gets confusing, but you, you get to see the, the trends. One of the things was uh, the medium income for published authors for all their writing related activity in 2017 was, was about $6,100. And what that means is that all the writing-related activity includes books, but also magazine articles that may have written, speaking engagements, teaching out of, you know, because they're a 
Uh, wow. Uh, written art, so uh, this isn't art. just from books. They, they do break it out into two right. factors, okay. but what we're talking now is total. Right. Got it. Okay. Um, if you want to know what they made from books <laughs> in 2017, it was $3,100. Wow. But now this, again, this includes all types of authors, okay? So it includes the traditionally published authors. It includes the hybrids. It includes the self-publishers who probably, by and large, well, don't, don't earn as much money as traditional published authors. Oh, the survey did find that self-published authors, their income from 2013 to 2017 just about doubled. But as the Authors Guild notes, their median income is still about 58% less than um, a traditional published authors. But there's no doubt that self-publishers have done better in the last, uh, last four years. But they did point out that uh, the top-tier self-publishers had a median income of $154,000, and traditionally published authors had a median income of three hundred and five. dollars Now, this is the top tier. They don't really detail if, that's, if it's a 5% or 10%, but they just call it the top tier. So, you know, we were Got talking it. about this in-house a little bit, and these are some of the numbers that people hear. I mean... Wow, I can make a lot of money if I'm an author. I can make $300,000. And they see the advances Barack Obama gets, and they see what James Patterson gets in his lifestyle and all these things. But the reality of it is, and what you know, this survey really hammers home is, you know, it's a tough, it's a tough sled out there. It's true. And, and you're absolutely right. Those, those, those big salaries, those big advances are what we hear. And those big ones are what we report on uh, here. Uh, But that's only a a really small fraction of the books that are actually published. I mean, if $100,000 advances were were the norm, we wouldn't necessarily be (laughs) be announcing them. So, you know, you've you've got, you know, you do have uh, uh, authors making significantly significant lower advances. Right. And nonfiction, and nonfiction uh, writers have always made less. I mean, most nonfiction as you you know, I'm sure, is written by professors or people who have other jobs. And, right. um, you know, it's, it's sort of a labor of love or an extension of whatever field they're studying. I mean, there are, you know, outliers, of course, that do really well. But, you know, by and large, mm-hmm. uh, most of the books are done by working folks. Right. So you were saying, say, if we broke it into genre fiction versus nonfiction fiction, Fiction writers would be making more than, um, than nonfiction. Uh, yeah, a little bit by and large, but the study did fine. And this, again, this is looking back historically right. that literary writers have suffered the most. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, ah, literary. So, so in even uh, going to the subgenre of fiction, we're talking literary writers, and right, those are the right. ones who can command a, a large, uh, especially for first-time authors, a large advance. <laughs> right, 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 right. And and um, they do point out that in the genre areas, um, romance and mystery writers, both traditionally and self-published, do much better than any other genre writers. Right. I don't think that's news to us because those are the strongest categories. But, you know, this this is one thing that does go, um, it does tell pretty well with the industry experience. So... It's it, it, it's pretty much a grim picture. And so, you know, they look at causes. And, you know, some of it, of course, is Amazon for a number of reasons. Uh, you know, they say, you know, Amazon's had a effect on 
income for good and bad because it's democratized publishing, as everybody knows, we've talked about in the past. Because of all their self-publishing platforms, more people have self-published than ever before. Mm. I think they found that in the last five years, 72 people who, 72% of the people who self-published published within that time frame. Wow. And that's, I have to think, pretty much due to the Amazon uh, influence. But, you know, we you do note that a lot of people who self-publish sell really cheap books, right. um, which doesn't help them earn a lot of money, but maybe it's what they want. And also, as we've talked about when we talked about the, you know, what's wrong with fiction, they've siphoned off you know, some, some money from traditionally published authors. Right. But Amazon did read our story, and so they fired back a little bit, noting that you know, Kindle Unlimited, which, you know, you, you have to, if you, it's for self-published, well, it's for all authors, including those traditionally published, although not too many traditionally published authors are in there, but some are. But all the self-published authors, if they decide to sell exclusively through Amazon, are on Kindle Unlimited. And so they noted to us that through that Kindle Unlimited program, they paid out $260 million last right. year. And that doesn't include whatever sales they actually have. Right. This is their kind of bonus pool. So that's, you know, that's not chump change. But then if you look at, you know, the whole trade industry is about $14 billion. Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> but still, I mean, it is some people, you know, it's, it's not like it's a lose-lose out there. So it's, it paints a very mixed picture in terms of how things have actually gone down, but I think it presents a pretty accurate picture of where people are now. Self-publishers are doing better. Traditionally published authors are having a tough time, unless you're the you know king of the crop. Because one of the things they do point out, and you probably took a look at, besides Amazon's impact, which besides you know giving a platform for self-publishers, which may drain away. Um, some sales from traditional published authors. They blame Amazon for squeezing publishers, which I think they do, um, and thereby, uh, you know, they have to get the margins from somewhere, so they tighten up on um, advances, advances right. and royalties. And besides that, there's some other things we've talked about to some degree here. Um, you know, royalty rates have been pretty stagnant. And in particular, you know, the 25% royalty rate on um, ebooks. You know, it's something they've been fighting since day one. Right. Um, and have never got any traction. Publishers have never given in. And they really started fighting it when ebooks were peaking and, it, you know, looked like they were going to rule the world. And they were generating a lot more revenue than they are now. But even now, everybody, the authors certainly feel that because of you know, no manufacturing costs and all that other stuff, the royalty rate should be higher. So that's one thing. Other things are, and this <laughs> traces back to Amazon, you know, resellers, and we've, I think we've talked about this last year, are, you know, selling more and more titles uh, through Amazon. And those, right. wherever they get those books from, you know, nobody quite knows, publishers aren't getting paid and the royalties aren't, and the authors aren't getting royalties. Right. So that's another problem. Even the old used book problem, uh, you know, everybody knows the industry, you know, uh, have full return privileges, you know, and then those used books, well, not used books, but those books go back into the marketplace as remainders in something. And authors, 
you may know this, Mark, don't make a lot of royalty on deep discounted books. Not so, at all. So that's, true. so that's another problem. <laughs> so there's, uh, they, they have a lot of legitimate beefs, and we'll see if it gets them anywhere. The publishers uh, have been, again, I mean, as it shows in, in the e-book royalty rate, they haven't really budged much. And, and one final thing we know, is what we alluded to before, um, there's so much money chasing a few potential blockbuster books that, you know, advances for midlist are, you know, pretty, pretty right. small. Yeah. And I just want to go back very quickly to the Authors Guild and uh, President, who uh, in our article published a couple of days ago, Calvin Reed wrote it. Uh, he quoted uh, the Authors Guild president saying, when you impoverish a nation's authors, you impoverish its readers. What was he referring to? Well, I think... What he's talking about is it just makes it harder for people to maybe to to really want to write. Even though right. we see this explosion of self-publishing, you know, a lot of self-publishing is well, we know it is. You know, it's we, we talked about genre fiction. Right. Not too much serious work is done there. You know, some, but you know, most of the uh, the big name writers, the people who win the prizes for whatever that's right. worth. It all come from traditional houses. So, is he placing the blame on Amazon by saying this? So, who's impoverishing them? I mean, sales. Well, I, 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 I just think I think he's blaming everybody. Right, yeah. <laughs> or, or the culture as a whole. I mean, we had uh, our Star Watch thing, and I know John Marr was here last right. week, and some of the people there, you know, they're a l- little young to. Um, publishing and they were saying you know, they don't understand how, there should be a limit on uh, an advance you give you know maybe 500,000 that would be it so you'd have more money to to, to um, throw around that's midlist authors and to support the books you actually publish right it's never going to happen but it it, right. it, sh- it does show you <laughs> the extent of some of the these systematic challenges I think yeah exactly so uh, in closing what does this look what is the well they had some number uh, they had some suggestions on what might happen, and I love the Authors Guild. But good luck. Um, <laughs> they want they want a Congress to allow authors to join together to bargain collectively with giant self-publishing platforms such as Amazon, Facebook, and Google, for better terms. Call on online resellers to pay royalties on the sales of new books. Ask for better library funding to allow libraries to deliver a royalty rate to authors for lending books to the public. Urges publishers to pay higher royalties on ebooks and on deeply, counted, on deeply discounted books, and urges publishers to destroy all book returns to prevent these titles from reaching the secondary market. What are the odds? What Mark? are the odds? <laughs> I mean, all great theory, but in practice. Yeah, and in all joking aside, look, it is an issue. I it mean, is, yeah. you know, you, you want authors to, to make a living, yeah. but, you know, it's, it's, it's tough out there. I was talking to somebody who said, well, look, you know, you can do it, but. You have to work at it, you know, pretty much 24-7. You have to be a marketer. You have to uh, be able to, you know, do pretty much whatever somebody tells you to do to get some exposure for your books. And you apparently have to hold on to your day job. Uh, I think that's wise advice. <laughs> Jim, we look forward to uh, hearing what happens in the next survey, whenever that might be. But hopefully we'll see an uptick with the uh, new appropriation of numbers. I mean, with the... Uh, with yeah, the, it would be nice. I don't know. You know, like piece. they don't do it every year. They do it every few years. And again, I just want to emphasize, I think it's great that they did such yep. an extensive survey. I think people are trying to digest it a little too quickly. And maybe time will be... Uh, 
will provide some perspective, some better perspective on where we are. Well, we'll see then. We've been talking about the decline of author earnings with PW's editorial director, Jim Milliot. Thanks so much, Jim. Sure. I'm Mark Rotella, Senior Editor at Publishers Weekly. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to subscribe to PW Insider on iTunes, and we'll see you next week.